Aglos Mafrosh, you know say I use the people. I you bring music to the people. Hey yo, come with soul. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Aglos Mafros and today I'm going to give you 10 basic tips that I would like to have been told when I started making music. Panning is the spread of a monophonic signal into a stereo sound system. This is crucial for making up correct stereo imaging. Panning adds space in the mix through placing the sounds a bit at the left or a bit at the right. The most common mistake newbies make is to put all the instruments at the very center. Only the kick and the bass should be in the very center. All other sounds should be folding a bit at the right or a bit at the left, especially the drum sets. This should never be in the middle. Imagine what a drum set looks like. Some hats are in the right side and some in the left. You have to imprint the natural drum set feeling through your mix by placing some hats a bit at the left and some a bit at the right. In that way, you trick the human brain into thinking that the instrument is natural and not computer generated. Balancing the volume of your tracks is a fundamental procedure for every mix. You need to keep all channels of your mix at a balanced level. EQ and compression, although extremely important, don't help at all if your balance is out of whack. A typical mistake the young producer makes is to have all sounds playing on the same volume level. You simply can't have all your instruments at the same volume. You need to do what I call scaled voluming. Pushing up and down the faders and getting a balanced mix is essential. To put it very simply, some of your sounds must be playing less loudly while the loudness of others should be increased. Equalizing is the ability to boost or reduce the amplitude in specified frequency ranges. There are many different types of EQs in use today, but they basically all do the same thing. Nobody can teach you how to EQ your sounds. It is a matter of experience. However, if I can teach you two things, those are. First, if you have two sounds playing at the same frequencies, reduce the similar frequencies in one of the two instruments. If it doesn't sound good, reduce the similar frequencies of the other instrument. And two, add a spectrum analyzer on your master mix. If you have a gap somewhere, create a sound that plays in this gap or else on those frequencies. Your goal is to spread frequencies to the whole range that is detectable by human ears. Fill in the gaps with the frequencies missing. Then your sound will become full. But remember not to have many instruments playing on the same frequencies. If that happens, cut some of them out. Listen to your mix in different sound sets. Try it with speakers, in cars, in clubs if possible, in home studios. This will grant you great expertise and experience on how we absorb and listen to music. And you can adjust your sound accordingly. It will be hugely important in training your hearing and will eventually add quality to your outputs. Remember that the good painter is he who sees well, he who can see the small details and recreate them on his paintings. 
The same applies in music production. The good producer is the one with the good ears. He who can detect with his ears what others cannot and add those details into his music. The other big mistake new producers make is to rush since they are in a hurry to show their capabilities what they have created. That's probably the biggest mistake you could make. Don't rush. Take your time. Surprise everyone. There are literally a billion guys out there with a laptop making music. You are competing not only with them, but all the previous producers before them. Because let's say you have created something equal to what has been created in the past by others. Would it succeed now? It wouldn't. The world always needs new music, new trends. Leave something to chance. Add random sounds. Be spontaneous. Don't plan everything. Music is alive. It is essential to include the factor of fortuity. Use random automations. Let your mouse cursor leaf through options. Adding random sounds and notes is something that will help you proceed when you don't know what else to do. You will be surprised if I tell you that all the melodies that I made were made by chance, by accident. You push a few random notes that you like and then continue to finalize it into a melody. That which is less complicated is often better absorbed and more appreciated. Simplicity is preferable to complexity. Simplicity and clarity lead to good sound design and development. By reducing your sounds, you are actually making your sound more clear and thus more easy to listen to. Be careful here not to decrease your channels. I am talking about reducing the sounds playing at any given moment, not of your overall mix. Don't have multiple sounds playing simultaneously, but have many sounds playing at different times. Nothing is ever over or finished. Probably the most important mistake that newbies make is this. They are in a hurry to release their new output and show to the world how good they are. The problem is that only the newbies are impressed. In order to impress the world, you need to do something really extraordinary. Your output needs to be very special. So always try to improve it. You can always work more on it. Let it mature, leave it for weeks, months, forget about it and then work on it with new ears. It will then be like a totally different person habit. It's like your best buddy or your alter ego hears your mix and tells you what he thinks of it. By using your own suggestions from your new self, you can take your mix to the next level. How we absorb music is only subjective and is based on trends and experience. Modern sound has nothing to do with the software or the hardware. Every synth is the same at the bottom line. We can produce a modern track with the same software that we had 15 years ago. So when you hear a song and you say, oh, this sounds fresh, what you actually mean is that it complies with the present trends and production techniques. For many years I used to think, oh, if I had this bass sample from Ace Ventura, I would create something similar. If I had these samples of Asterix, I would be on the same level. 
That is totally not true. No matter if I give you all the projects of Asterix in open format, the next day you will only be able to ruin them and not create something on his level. Because you lack experience. You lack all the steps that will get you from level 0 to the level of Asterix. On the contrary, if you had the experience, you would be able to create something spectacular without any ready-made sample or special software. In music production, the studio, the samples, the acoustics, none of this matter. Only one thing matters, the experience of the producer. My last tip for you. Everybody respects artists that they like, but try to respect successful artists that you don't like too. It is a step to self-completion and higher awareness. Try to respect popular music that you don't personally like by realizing its value. I've been struggling to understand why some artists are so popular when they create such bad music. Their music literally sucks. It's bad from every technical or theoretical point of view. But they are famous for a reason. People like their music for a reason. You must understand that in music industry, your opinion or my opinion does not matter. What matters is the opinion of the masses, the opinion of the crowd. How much the big audience likes a track is important, not how much individuals like a track. So pay some respect to established artists that you don't like. It will help you experience music from a new perspective.